Welcome to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. The My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is your local source for the latest news and information on fishing Cape Cod. Now, here's your host, Kevin Collins. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast here from MyFishingCapeCod.com. I'm your host, Kevin Collins, coming back at you with our first post-4th of July episode. Hope everybody had a happy, healthy, and safe 4th of July holiday throughout Cape Cod and the islands. I know the weather hasn't been great over the last week to 10 days. It seems like every day in July we've had some type of rain, but hopefully everybody's finding ways to be creative, get outside, and get a line wet when they can. We've got a great action-packed mini podcast for you today. We're going to be joined by Cape and Islands Mitsubishi's Bruno Demir. And Bruno has been a man of many talents here on Cape Cod. He's really expanded his fishing horizons. He's into the fluke game. He's into the striped bass game. He's getting bluefish. And he's now offshore tuna fishing on his boat, the Gaviota, as well. So Bruno has really become a wealth of knowledge and information For you, the members here of My Fishing Cape Cod. So we're going to get into all that and more on today's podcast. So let's welcome in our guest, Bruno Demir. Well, as promised on today's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast, we want to bring in our featured guest, and that is none other than our good buddy, Bruno Demir, from down at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi. And Bruno, how are you on this dreary Monday? I'm doing great. I'm uh, here at Logan Airport and getting ready to board a plane to go on a uh, two-week vacation with the family. So before we get into the fishing report, tell everybody a a little bit about this uh, Bruno's Magical Mystery Journey you're about to embark on over the next 16 (laughs) days. Yeah, so I'm taking the family to Paris. We're going to spend some time in Paris. Then we're going to spend some time on the Mediterranean. We're going to hit up some Greek islands and uh, Turkey. And... uh, and spend about uh, two and a half weeks getting cultured and suntanned and having some family time together for a grand family vacation. Yeah, it's like a, a welcome out of, you know, COVID 2020 vacation for you and your family. So I'm thrilled for you guys. But just before we yeah, get into thanks. the fishing, Bruno, I want you to tell everybody just who may, who may not understand or, or be following along the entirety of our podcast here why Turkey is so important to you and why it's going to be so cool for you to bring your kids there. Well, I was, I was born there and I was raised uh, there until I was about uh, seven or eight years old. And my family migrated, immigrated here to the States when I was a kid. And so that's, uh, that's, that's the homeland for me. My homeland is uh, Cape Cod and then there's, uh, you know, Turkey, and it's right in the Mediterranean, so we're going to hit the Mediterranean coast, and uh, we've got a nice little resort there, and we're going to spend some time uh, swimming and fishing. Well, I wish you and your family safe passage. You guys are going to have an awesome time, but before you depart, I know you've had a chance to get out on the water quite a bit over the last week to 10 days. We're going to do a little bit of a whip around with you. Let's start with fluke. Can you give us a, a fluke report from the last, say, seven to ten days? Yeah, actually, um, yesterday, uh, Cousin Eddie and I went down to Nantucket Shoals to go fluke fishing, and we were uh, doing a field test on a uh, fluke rig that uh, Monomoy Tackle is ready, getting ready to uh, release. And uh, just like any other rig that... Uh, 
Eddie, Eddie sells our monomer tackle. We field test it, make sure it's proven, make sure it works the way we want it to. And, uh, it was a good day out in the shoals. We went down to Nantucket and, um, and, uh, we bagged, I think, 13 or 14 keeper fluke up to 21 inches. So there's some good fluke fishing right now down in the monomer shoals and, uh, and get ready because uh, Monomoy Tackle is going to come out with the rigs that we were exactly using that day. So talk about the rigs a little bit, Bruno. It was a little bit of a, uh, a test run. Can you give us a good description of what Cousin Eddie has kind of cooked up and maybe a little bit of you know the theory and behind why they're so successful? Uh, we've been using them for a while now, and I, I, I started using them first, and then Eddie noticed it, and we we tested it up against other different rigs to see which one was going to work better. And it ultimately outfished everything else we had in the tackle box. So we, he decided to uh, move forward to try to put something together. And uh, one of the things that he's passionate about is he tries to get mostly American companies to build his products. So, I mean, obviously not everything on those rigs is American, but he, he does pay close attention to try to get a manufactured here in the States. And we put together some really nice rigs, and they work awesome. And um, I can't wait to get see Eddie release that because that's going to be a hot sell. It definitely catches fish. And when you were on the fluke, I know you and I have spent some time talking about you know the depths you've been finding them at, and also whether you've yeah. baited the jig versus not baiting it. You've run into some dogfish at times when baiting it. Give us a taste of kind of what you were doing out there yesterday. Sure. Yeah, we went down a big round shoal, and uh, right right around big round shoal in McBlair, you got about uh, 50, 55 feet of water. And uh, if you stick around 50 feet, you're not going to hit dogfish, so you can bait as much as you want. Once you start getting into like 70 feet plus, you got to be careful because that's where you're going to run into a lot of dogfish. But at the same token, that's where the bigger fish seem to be sometimes. So as long as you're willing to fight through all the dogfish, you'll end up getting a trophy fish if you're patient enough. But um, 50 to 55 feet seems to be the, the sweet spot. I did notice also that Danny from the Goose Summit was out there the same day. I didn't get a chance to catch up with him. But he was somewhere east of, east of uh, Nantucket, too. So it's starting to heat up. Um, if you want to go down to Nantucket and you want to catch, you know, 18 to 21-inch fluke, you don't need to go all the way down to do the show. You can get them in Big Round Show. You can get them in Big Blair Show. Um, but, you know, if, you, if you're waiting for the trophy fish, if you're waiting for that lights out fishing for fluke down in the shows, you're going to have to wait till. Uh, August, from what I saw in my logs, uh, looks like mid-August, beginning of August, when we start really seeing, you know, really, really good food fishing down in that area, which is kind of the reason why we set up our um, giveaway fluke trip for August. And that trip in August, I know you did a, a raffle uh, to to find a winner. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, uh, so we picked. I picked the name out of the hat, and. Um, and uh, and Ed, cousin Eddie stepped up, and he wanted to contribute to the cause. And the cause was again, uh, we raised twenty six hundred dollars for Boston Children's Hospital, uh, and the money went towards uh, pediatric cancer research, which is uh, near and dear to our heart. And uh, Eddie decided to contribute by uh, 
buddy boating with me that day, and he he picked out a winner. So we had two winners on the forums that are going to come out fishing with us, and uh, we're going to buddy boat down to Nantucket Shoals, and um, I guess um, you know Ryan's going to come out there and bring his uh, electronics and do some footage and uh, see if uh, see if we can get some good footage and have a have a decent trip. Yeah, and you might even be able to make a My Fishing Cape Cod TV episode out of it if you guys get on the fish pretty good. That's right. That's right. So let's pivot a little bit and let's talk about striped bass. It's something that you and I haven't talked a lot about. We've been focused on sea bass and we've been focused on fluke the early part of the fishing season here. But give us what you're hearing about the the striped bass bite in the waters around Cape Cod. Yeah, go back and forth from Nantucket fluke fishing. Um, I, I run into striped bass often, especially on uh, Stonehorse. And um, one thing we, we, um, that, that, that caught my attention on the last trip, which was yesterday, there was a lot of slot fish right inside the rips at uh, Point Rip, which is rare because Point Rip is usually uh, filled with uh, schoolies. So there has been some decent on days out on uh, Monomoy Rips, some uh, keep the stripers out there in the slot size. There's no monsters. The big boys are all in Cape Cod Bay and Boston Harbor, but you look for a slot fish and you you can be a little bit patient and stay at the bottom. There are slot fish in there right now. You just got to work around from Piesa Schultz, Stonehorse Schultz, Point Rips, and just uh, maybe Little Round Shoal and just work those shoals and see if you can find those slot fish. Well, that sounds very promising. And have you seen or heard anything about bluefish at all, Bruno? Yeah, there's plenty of bluefish right there at Point Rip. Uh, we ran into some big gator blues on the way back from the fluke trip yesterday. And um, and uh, they were pretty aggressive. They hit everything on the troll. Trolling seems to be the way to go right now out at the Monomoy area. Casting's not going to get you very far. But if you're patient and troll through those rips, you'll definitely hook up. And let's get into offshore, Bruno. I know that's something you've kind of pivoted your attention to over the last, you know, uh, couple I'm of weeks. Heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> talk, talk to me about that. Tell us tell us the fish story, if you will. Yeah, it was. So my first tuna trip didn't end up so good this year. We went out to uh, the sword. We hooked up. It was 80-inch class, 80 class fish. We had it about 30 feet from the boat. I was on the rod and reel, and uh, my buddy went to go grab the harpoon, and um, and it, he popped the hook on me right there. He almost spit it right in my face. It was hilarious. And uh, that was my tuna fishing trip this year so far. Um, but I will tell you that there's a there's a lot of uh, fish out at the Regal Sword right now. Guys are getting fish yesterday. They were getting fish the day before. They were getting fish the day I was there. Um, Regal Sword seems to be a hot spot right now for giants and commercial sized fish. And they're on the very bottom, about 250 feet, seems like is the spot um, right on and around the shore. You just got to look for whales. There's a ton of whales and bait out there right now. But um, there's also fish being taken um, off of Pochet and uh, Pochet, rather, and uh, Nasa Beach um, all the way up to the golf ball. We're seeing some 
rack size fish, bigger rack size fish in the 60, 65, 68 class, uh, inch class fish. And uh, there's plenty of bait in Crab's Ledge. It's easy to just stop at Crab's Ledge if you're going to head out to the sword and fill up on uh, mackerel. And like I said earlier, that you know, Monomore has um, plenty of uh, smaller bluefish if you want to try to work around the, the rips at the point rip area before you go out there because uh, bluefin love their uh, bluefish. And talk a little bit about uh, what baits you were seeing out there. You said there's a lot of bait in the water. You see in mackerel, sand eels, anything else out there as well? Yeah, it's just a, a biomass of uh, sand eels with mackerel on them, with whales on them, with tuna fish everywhere. So it's, uh, it's very lively out there right now. Well, that's all very positive, Bruno. And with you being out of the country, across the pond, what's going on at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi? How was the 4th of July, and what's going to be going on while you're away? Everything's going great. The guys are doing a great job. The new 2022 Outlander is uh, performing phenomenally, and uh, there's a lot of people interested in the vehicle. We're selling them right off the trucks as they come into inventory. And uh, we're going to have a ride and drive here coming up in August. So I'll announce that. So anyone interested in a new Mitsubishi Outland in 2022, which is already winning awards, to come down and test drive it and check it out. Well, that sounds good, Bruno. And I, I want to let you get to your gate, get you boarded up with your family. But I really appreciate you fitting us in on this edition of the podcast. And I know you and I talked a little bit off the air. I'm hopeful to catch up with you while you're across the pond. Sounds good, man. You never know. I could be fishing anywhere in the world. All right, Bruno. Fly safe with your family, and I hope you guys have a great trip. Thanks, Kevin. See you next week. Many thanks to Bruno Demir of Cape and Islands Mitsubishi for joining us on today's podcast. Really appreciate Bruno fitting us in before his journey across the pond over to Paris, France. I sure wish Bruno and his beautiful family safe passage over there to Paris and then on to Turkey. They're going to have an amazing time, and hopefully we can catch up with Bruno as he might be fishing in the Mediterranean. So that's going to put the wraps on this edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. This is your host, Kevin Collins, signing off, and until we chat again, tight lines and take care. Thanks for tuning in to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. For the latest local news, information, and fishing reports, be sure to log on to MyFishingCapeCod.com. From all of us at My Fishing Cape Cod, tight lines and take care.